Welcome to the Fearless Fostering Podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Burst, LCSW, a foster and adoptive and bio mama and a therapist in private practice. I'm here to help foster mamas feel seen, heard, and supported on their journey. From quick, actionable steps to make your foster care journey easier to interviews with foster and adoptive mamas, the Fearless Fostering Podcast delivers education and encouragement weekly. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Fearless Fostering Podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Burst, LCSW, and today I am joined by Janae Holtefer. She is the founder of the Kindness Project, which helps children in foster care. Um, So Janae, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. This is so cool. Thank you. So can you just tell us a little bit about what is the Kindness Project and how did you decide that this should be something that you wanted to do? Sure. The Kindness Project is a nonprofit that my husband and I started about five years ago in our dining room, and we were actually on a journey to be foster parents. We felt like it was time to step up and answer that call, and we had it in our hearts for a long time. Our church gave a message. Thankfully, I was home watching virtually because... I was bawling my eyes out, feeling the call, uh, the pull to the call. And we just said, you know what, let's do it. And we partnered with a local foster care agency, actually under Salvation Army Children's Services, and decided to go through the training. We started learning a lot about foster care. We really didn't have any connections to it or insight to it. And through that process, we really learned a lot and just felt like maybe there was more we could do in a different way. We realized there were no resources in our area to support those families that were opening their homes. And we learned a lot about stipends and the whole reimbursement process. And we've lived here a long time in Pennsylvania, and we decided that With our connections, we probably could just start collecting some donations and building up a little, you know, what they call a foster closet, so to speak. And that's what we started doing in our dining room. And yeah, so we've just exploded into this full-fledged nonprofit at this point. So how did it get going from like an idea that you had in your dining room that you kind of started housing in your dining room to what it is now? And what does it look like now for you? Yeah, we started a Facebook page and really just were blessed with connections in the community. And I was actually working with a friend of mine who had a small foster closet out of Berks County, which is just to our west. And so my thought was, I'll just piggyback off her and we'll be like an extension of this. And we started growing really fast and like getting offers of big donations like physical space. And she did not yet have a 501c3. So she said, you're going to have to do your own thing and figure it out. (laughs) And so, yeah, I was like, I'm not expecting this. But as fate would have it or God's hand would have it, we just met the right people. We partnered with a church that decided to kind of bring us in under their umbrella Mm -hmm. so we could start accepting the donations. And then meanwhile, my husband started working on that application to be a full-fledged 501c3. And by July of 2019, um, we were able to achieve that. And through that time, we built up volunteers. We continued to collect donations, get the word out. And we called it the Kindness Project because we just were blown away by the community's kindness and supporting us. So, yeah. So, so, yeah. So, so far, we've served over 1,200 children across our region. Um, We have about 500 foster families registered with us. 
What? I mean, I think some people probably aren't familiar with the concept of a foster closet. So can you explain that and just kind of what is a family who registers with you guys? What do they receive or what kind of support do they um, come to you for? Sure. We, we've we built a system where basically any family that is fostering, whether it's kinship or traditional foster care, can just go to our website and register as long as they live in Pennsylvania right now is kind of our parameter. And so by doing that, you know, usually they're coming through agencies or through the county children and youth departments. By doing that, they can come into our shop. We call it the Kindness Exchange. And they can basically take a full week's worth of everything they need for um, a baby, for a teenager, for any age. We have everything. We also have just recently expanded into the Pocono area. So we have a second location. We saw the need up there. And one of our foster families actually stepped up and said that, you know, they're kind of done with their fostering journey. They've adopted their kids now. And so they're leading that location for us on a volunteer basis. But wow, that's amazing. Yeah. That's so cool because I feel like we are almost at the end of our foster care journey. We have adoption day coming up this week for our daughter. Oh, at the time of this recording. Thank yeah. you. And we're just like, we are, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, you can't, you're, you're never going to be done with foster care. Like you just aren't. Once you're in the world of foster care, you can't kind of be out of it in certain, in certain ways. So I love talking to folks like you who have started these organizations. I think a lot of people are so just unaware. And I know that I would have been, I was before we started fostering of like ways to help without necessarily fostering, you know, and just love that organizations like the kindness project are out there doing things tangibly that can serve foster families and kids in care. Yeah. And that, you know, really all I thought I was going to do is collect some things and give them to people who need them. And so through the years, as we've continued to grow and make more connections in the community and also just build relationships with the families we're serving. So that's the beauty of what we're doing is we do give that initial, you know, placement package, if you want to call it that, like the full week's worth of everything. But we also continue to supplement this that family. So through the seasonal changes, we have, you know, Halloween costumes, swimsuits. Right now we have winter gear. Um, and then we do fun things too. So we do like a holiday, you know, gift drive for the kids. We actually let them pick things out they actually want from Amazon and then create our own wish list of those things. So they're not just getting random stuff. It's like the things they really want. So this is our fifth year doing that. (laughs) So right now it all comes to my house, actually. So we have about, you know, maybe 20, 30 packages a day showing up at my front door um, through the next (laughs) few weeks. (laughs) It's a lot of fun. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. And and we also like are kind of evolving into this foster care community center. So we have two acres where we have our property and we're just seeing the need for more enrichment for the kids. So we're doing more with like academic support, music enrichment, sports enrichment, things like that. Oh, so this literally was an idea that you had in your home and it started out as just collecting some things. And now five years later, it's this whole other entity that is just taken on a life of its own, it sounds like. And so how are you, like, what is your vision for it long-term in the future? I just want to keep filling the gaps as we see them. And the more I hear from our families, you know, they love that we have the resources, the essential, like tangible goods. But I am hearing from a lot of the parents that they just need more community and support. 
because a lot of the agencies that they're with might offer a couple things here or there, but there's just not a lot of continuity to it or like consistency. You know, they just are feeling a little bit left out there. Mm -hmm. So that's really one of our initiatives for 2023 is to build these kind of support communities. And we have the physical space to do it. So mom's nights out and we'll all get together and do a craft and just Mm -hmm. give them that space to share and get to know each other. Things, you know, just things like that as we see the needs arising. Yeah. I'm so thankful that you're doing that, that you're like listening into the people that you serve. I think that is so important and just not only hearing them, but then being like, okay, well, what else could we do to help meet you there? You know, because I think sometimes when as a foster parent along my way, at least I've been like, I didn't know I was going to need this, or I didn't know I was going to feel this way. So, and then at the time I didn't necessarily have anyone to tell that to who could meet my need or like ask about how they could meet my needs. So I think it's, it's really great that you're doing that. Yeah. And we have a pretty big, you know, community of foster families here. So I think it makes sense to, to take it to that level and just not have everybody kind of like in their own little agency world, like really be able to connect and Facebook and other social media sites allow for some of that, but it's not, you know, authentic. It's just very surface, I think. So yeah, absolutely. I think that's so true. There's so much like good that can come from social media connections, but at the end of the day, it's like you deeply connect when you're able to be kind of in person with people. I think that makes total sense. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, we're, like I said, we, we really had no business plan when we started it. It was just like, we saw a need here and then the Poconos reached out. We have nothing up here. So we're kind of open, you know, to whatever the future holds and where the needs are. And we just feel really led by God's hand in it really, just because I feel like, you know, there is, <laughs> it couldn't happen the way it has without that. Yes, that's yeah. That's so great. Yeah. I love that. Hey guys, I just wanted to let you know really quickly about some amazing free resources for foster mamas on my website, fearlessfostering.com. I have a self-care quiz that will help you decide exactly what type of self-care you need at this point on your foster care journey, as well as a virtual retreat for foster mamas and an anxiety reducing email course, all for free. Check it out right now on fearlessfostering.com. What has been like the biggest stress and the biggest joy for you as you have completed this five years of the kindness project? That's a great question. I can't like, I I am a paid staff now, the only paid staff really. (laughs) And and that's a wonderful thing that I get to do this for my day-to-day job. Um, There were many years I didn't get paid to do it, but I still love doing it. I was like, oh, now I get paid. That's awesome. (laughs) Um, So I love that, but it also is a huge responsibility to carry, you know, all, all of the initiatives and all of the fundraising and all of the back, like business side of it, so to speak, volunteer management. We have about a hundred volunteers. So it's a lot of, you know, we do clearances on everybody and just make sure everybody's like really trained to work with the families and the children. And just really, you know, I love that part of it most too, like the relationships that I've made with these teams of people and the community partners that we have to help us achieve our goals. It's just been awesome to see everybody come together. So that's my favorite part, (laughs) but but I don't get a lot of sleep. I guess that's (laughs) the other downside is (laughs) sometimes it's nice to just like chill out, you know, but, but it's never, I know that in time I will have more staff and we'll get to the point where I can get back to a little bit of a personal life and yes, you know, stuff like exactly. that. But 
it's been awesome to just see the impact that we get to have on the community and the, the smiles on the faces of the kids mm-hmm. when they come in and they can pick out a squishmallow and you know the teenagers are like you have old spice in the <laughs> yeah it's all those little things that just really bring joy oh that is so so important and I'm just so glad that you're doing it I want to make sure that people can connect with you and with the kindness project so where can we find out more um, about your organization well our website is kindnessprojectlv.org And then our Facebook is the same at Kindness Project LV. And we're very active. I do all the social media too. So very active on there, trying just to get the word out through Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, you know, all the things. I try TikTok here and there. (laughs) Yeah. You're a braver woman than I. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to get some younger people in the loop, you know. Absolutely. I love it. That's awesome. What would you say, just as we wrap up, what would you say um, for someone who might be thinking about starting some sort of, you know, foster closet or just wants to help in some way tangibly, maybe not as a foster parent, but wants to do something, um, but isn't sure what to do first. What would you say to them? I've had a few people reach out and say like, we don't have this in our area. How do I start? You know, and what I did was, first of all, I really made sure there wasn't something like it in our area because like you don't want to reinvent the wheel and spend all your time when there's already something going on. So um, I did a lot of online research. I talked to our county children and youth department, um, Mm -hmm. some of the local agencies just made sure the need was there. But it really is a lot of your time, you know, if you want to make it successful or if there is another, if there's already a resource, just partnering up with them and give, you know, asking them what the need is for their their location, because there's people who do it differently. Like some people might just have a, a space where they store goods and then they deliver to the families. We created a model where they actually come in and have a choice and shop, but it's all for free. So we, we've we been fortunate to be able to do that. So, you know, just kind of do your research and see where the need is and try to help in any way, mm-hmm. even just donating. Yeah. That's like the best. I think that's so great. Just see what the need is, ask what the need is, and then do something to meet that need. It doesn't Absolutely. have to look any yeah. certain way. I think that's a good message for all of us. So sure. Yeah. Thanks for taking the time to chat with me, Janae. I really appreciate it. And we'll make sure that we link everything up um, in the show notes so people can find the Kindness Project. That's great. Well, we really appreciate this. And, you know, if anybody is in Eastern Pennsylvania and they want to connect with us, reach out. We're always looking to get more families involved and serve them. So it's great to be here. Thank you. Thank you.